welcome to Turn It Down, a good podcast about bad music. Every episode, we take a terrible song, pull it apart, and try to figure out what went wrong. I am Joe Oakes. And I'm Steve Sachs. And today we're going to listen to a song that Steve brought in. Steve, what you got for us? I brought you Fireflies by Owl City. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to listen to the whole thing, um, but we'll we'll just put a clip here for you. If you want to hear the whole thing, you can listen to it on our Spotify playlist, which we're going to we're going to put a link in the description or uh, also the YouTube. We're going to watch the music video as well. We'll have that link in the description or, you know, check it out wherever you stream your music. You would not believe your eyes if 10 million fireflies lit up the world as I fell asleep. Well, that was cute. <laughs> Joe, do you have any connection to this song? What what is your what is your memory of it? This song was huge when it, it came out. It really was. I mean, I remember I was I was in high school, you know, I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. and I really disliked it. I was really annoyed by it for obvious reasons. I mean, it's an obnoxious song. I don't really have any like story with it. I just I remember it coming out. I remember all my like music nerd friends because you know I was in high school band and shit, and I I played in bands and stuff. And like everyone, this was like a fun thing to make fun of. It was mm-hmm. almost like bullying this poor guy, <laughs> Owl City. Like, yeah. This so this song came out July fourteenth, two thousand nine. You were in high school. Yeah, that was going into my senior year of high school. Okay, I was in college for a song that like for me is so clearly very bad. It was number one in Australia, number two in Austria, number two in Belgium. I mean, number one uh, U.S. Billboard Hot 100, number one U.K. singles chart, number one Sweden. Like that's the thing. I, is, I did not even realize how big this song was. And I think that's a that's a big theme with with a lot of the songs we've been talking about is that they were huge hits. And and it's it's fascinating in a way. It's funny how at first you brought up that it was a hit in all these like European countries. Mm. Cause that makes sense to me. Cause I think if you have a very strong grasp of the English language, it gets worse. <laughs> and it also, it seems to cater to that. Some of those sensibilities that they have with, with, uh, you know, sort of Eurovision pop music. Um, but yeah, I, I, that was the thing is it was ubiquitous when it came out mm-hmm. and it was one of those things that was instantly vilified. There was like the reaction to it yeah. by people who, who wanted to feel better than, than the, the slight majority that loved it. Do you have a specific reason you hated it? Because I, I can tell you exactly why it rubbed me the wrong way from the first time I heard it. I'll admit I was kind of following the crowd on it. For one thing, there's a lot of stuff about the production and how sort of insipid the the structure and the theme of the song and mm-hmm. the melody and the re- repetition. It's just kind of a, if not lazily constructed, just like there's not a lot of craft involved in the songwriting. Yeah. And then there's the like his voice and stuff. It it's a lot to dig into. There's a lot of reasons. There's a lot of places the song goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just he makes me feel sorry for him in a way. <laughs> I it's hard to explain. It's just like it's misguided, and so, it's it's shocking to me that this sort of bedroomy feeling thing turned into such a massive success. The reason it bugged me so much was because at the time, or really, actually, so this came out in 2009, right? So 
maybe not even at the time. Maybe maybe it's, this idea felt old at this point because to me, when I first heard it, I was just like, "This dude is ripping the postal service." Oh my god! I right? was about. I was sitting here thinking, "I want to say this." I had forgotten. The big thing is, I was a huge postal service fan, right? And I I was like, "This is like Diet Coke." Yes, postal service and late and a little late because that uh, that album was what 2003 yeah yeah okay so like this song comes out like six years later like you'd have you've had six years to study the ins and outs of how those songs worked and like exactly this is what you came up with you know and i think you can find like there's there's resources out there about you know the exact equipment that jimmy tamborello used Mm -hmm. like the dintel stuff and everything like He's done interviews where he's like, yeah, I, use, I just used some presets on this keyboard. So I, I would not be shocked. <laughs> he just aped it. Completely. Owl City went out. And um, what's his name? The dude's name is Adam Young. He's Adam from, Young. He's from Iowa. Yeah. Of course he's from Iowa. Yes. This is Midwest all day. Yeah. Graduated from uh, Owatonna Senior High School, found work at a Coca-Cola shipping warehouse, began composing melodies in his head while working, which he would then record in his studio in his parents' basement. He is in the studio. He the is basement. This is interesting. A devout Christian stated his faith is the only thing more important to him than music. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Okay, I mean, this is a very that was another thing about the song that that's right out front. It is wholesome. <laughs> yeah, it is it's a so, wholesome song. It's so annoyingly whimsical and like like you said, you're like that was cute. Like it's a cute song, and on, and honestly, now listening to it from the perspective of 2019. I don't want to hate it because it's happy. You know what I mean? But it's, it's cloying. It's, it's cloying. It's 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 oversweet. But there's a gen, there's a genuine happiness to it, which is like so refreshing. Mm. And we're such and we're such a, like a dark time in the world, and it seems like it's <laughs> affecting everyone like spiritually. Even the even the the top all the top pop music right now is so like dark. In yeah, a way, everything's like you know, yeah, miser- like kind of depressing. Yeah, even the like happy-go-lucky stuff is like it's it's mired in all this. Uh, you know, I think number one on Billboard today is "Thank You Next," which mm-hmm. is a, an amazing song. But it's a it's a, it's this sort of it's almost happy, but it's also about sort of like exes, and then there's the whole thing with Pete Davidson that happened around it, and it's yeah. like even oh, and, even and the top of the chart, not just Pete a Davidson, wholesome happy hit is like dark and sad. Yeah, not just Pete Davidson, but um. Uh, Mac Miller, but to to get back to this terrible Alex, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah, it is like oppressively sweet, you yes, know? and I think that that also separates it from the postal service stuff, which yeah has like a darker undertone. The whole album like is a, yeah a moodier. There's something moodier, and and um, I mean, there's a lot of those sentiments that would be more speaking of midwestern music would be more in line with a lot of uh sort of the e- the emo midwestern yeah. emo stuff of 2003 like yeah. 10 to- so this owls this this uh for um fireflies the were you familiar with reliant k at all a bit okay so i don't know too much about them it's not really my i think they're like pop punk looks like they're contemporary christian pop punk but the the vocalist from that band does harmonies on uh fireflies interesting so you're you're dead on with like this midwest pop punk emo right thing and check this out i found this live version where he really changes the way he plays it so i'll I'll play it here
You would not believe your eyes. We're gonna we're gonna drop a link to that in the, uh, the description. I think you should watch this video. Yeah, it's heavy pop punk. It's heavy pop punk. Which I mean, is great. There's a couple of things I'd like to talk about in relation to that video. One is um just to get this out quickly, this guy's a super talented musician. I, I've read he's like a super heavy like producer engineer type I think mm -hmm. and and if you listen to that I mean I think that's self-produced like he's he's he knows what he's, he knows doing. What he's yeah. doing and and you know I don't, we can sit here and pontificate about how he sucks but like that was a number one hit yeah and, he, yeah and it's a I've know, not written a number one hit exactly neither <laughs> have I um the other thing I'd like to say is he sounds a lot like uh it's like if the guy from Blink 182 was practicing quietly and like before he goes out and sings loud <laughs> yeah but in this video he sings it out fully but the, like the way he hits his vowels and stuff is so what's tom DeLong? tom DeLong, yeah yeah it's so tom DeLong. yeah which it's it's interesting his voice is also like so smooth there's not like a there's no grit like, right there's no yeah it's like if he's it's it's like if tom DeLong was sitting there like marking it like like okay this is how i'm gonna sing it yeah and then then the fire flies <laughs> and then you know auto-tuned yeah well you know. there's i see i was impressed with how there was not as much auto-tune in that live clip as i expect i thought he would be with like the heavy auto-tune yeah, but Tare's he live. really just has that like there's just no there's no texture to his voice it no it's which kind of weird impressive in a way mm -hmm. i don't like listening to it but it's it's definitely a, a impressive technique i also admire here in this video he is performing his <laughs> ass off which if you watch the video and this is another point i'd like to make i think they're like trying to create the image for him of oh lonely guy in his room yeah uh you know i get these feelings like you know what I mean? He's like sort of you don't really see his face full on. He's like hunched over his organ. Yeah. I like him punching the buttons that say like uh, <laughs> rhythm magic <laughs> magic. Yeah. That first one. It's magic. Were you reminded of Stranger Things at all by that video? Yeah. Yeah. I can see <laughs> the that. Lights going yeah. on and off. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It's like Stranger Things. <laughs> Sesame, ahead of its time. Sesame Street edition. <laughs> yeah. But like it, it seems like he had this success. And he's like, oh, no, I'm going to go out there. And he's like he's like almost theater kidding it up out there. <laughs> There is that aspirational yeah. worship music thing. Like now that bit. I see like the Christian thing, I'm like, oh yeah, it does. It does bleed in. Like, do you feel like that band was like his church buddies? It's very possible. <laughs> no, I'm sure. <laughs> um, I just finding some quotes about how he wrote this song it says two years ago, I was working at a Coca-Cola warehouse all day. It allowed me to dream up these projects. One wound up being Owl City. I thought through how I wanted it to sound, how I wanted the records to look, everything. Sometimes working in a monotonous environment can really free up your imagination. Um, he said a lot to do with how I write has has to do with me being by myself while creating it. No producers, no engineers. And that approach allows me to think more freely, I think. Um, he uses simple decorations to inspire his creativity. I have a lot of landscape paintings to look at. Lots of ethereal, dreamy nature photography. Having that stuff around really creeps into my subconscious to impact the music. Very wholesome. Yeah, honestly, he sounds he sounds like a, just a teddy bear of a person. For this song, it was 2 a.m. I was sitting on the floor of my parents' basement with a micro corg on my lap. I built this synthy legato ping sound, routed through a low-pass filter, and ran it through a bunch of guitar pedals. I came up with a little cascading part that wound up as the intro uh, and verses of a song I called Fireflies. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I mean, I guess that illustrates mm -hmm. he's heavy into it he's, yeah. a, he's a big nerd i respect that he continues here i have insomnia 
and I've always had a tough time falling asleep for as long as I can remember. I wanted to sing about my inability to sleep in a whimsical way. Okay. He's fully on it. Yeah. The self-awareness. I'm impressed. I love it. It's genuine. It's undoubtedly a bad song, but I respect where it comes from more than a lot of the other music we've talked about so far and also a lot of stuff. It This could come from a much worse place. It doesn't seem like a calculated thing. I mean, this is a bedroom recording. Yeah. Essentially. He, yeah. Like he was saying, like he did this himself. It sounds great, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't mean the music. I mean like the Sonically, production. Yeah. It sounds fantastic. Yeah. He said, I wanted to sing about it in a whimsical way that portrayed the condition as lighthearted and almost more of a blessing than a curse. This song... This is like the Christmas shoes. Yeah. God had a hand in this <laughs> yeah. song. It's ironic that when sleep and I cannot bring ourselves to meet, it's an interesting oh way of God. phrasing that. It, it's often when uh, inspiration strikes the hardest. I'd just been on vacation to Iowa the week before I wrote the song and was amazed how many fly- fireflies came out at dusk. I didn't really have to think about making a connection between insomnia and lightning bugs. It just sort of happened. And the song basically wrote itself. It was a wow. lot of fun. Wow. Touched, touched by the divine (laughs) to create this Um, song. I think that uh, we should move into the lyrics at this point, knowing knowing uh, uh, what he was thinking about, what was on his mind. I think we need to see how that um, translated. Yeah, these these lyrics are important. It's It's time to dig into these lyrics. Let's take this from the top. Oh, boy. All right. Verse one. You would not believe your eyes if 10 million fireflies lit up the world as I fell asleep. I definitely would not believe my eyes. That's <laughs> Quite a, lot a lot of fireflies. Quite a lot of fireflies. Because they'd fill the open air and leave teardrops everywhere. You'd think me rude, but I would just stand and stare. This is word soup. <laughs> right out of the gate. Yeah. Okay, keep going. Leave teardrops everywhere. Te- I, Are they sad? They're crying. Fireflies? I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm like, well, maybe maybe this will become more apparent what he's talking about as this goes on, but I really doubt it. You'd think me rude. I, okay. Um, well, is it So is it rude to stare at these fireflies? Is there, their thing. Are there layers of metaphor that I'm just not getting here? I, it's just nonsensical. Yeah, okay. I, it only gets worse. All right. I'd like to make myself believe that planet Earth turns slowly. Okay. What the advantage of it does turn pretty slowly. I mean, is there just sort of like there's like an existential crisis element of like, oh, you know, the the time is going fast and whatever. I, it just doesn't. There's it's, a non sequitur in the next thing. What's yeah. the, the next is it's hard to say I'd rather stay awake when I'm asleep because everything is never as it seems. This is our chorus, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's our chorus. It's hard to say I'd rather stay awake when I'm asleep. Because everything is never as it seems. Everything is never as it seems. This is middle school poetry. This it is, is honestly hard poetry. to understand. Like, I don't think I think everyone would agree on that. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, it just seems I don't even know what to say about it. I don't even know what to say about this. I can't interpret what that would mean. It's hard to say I'd rather stay awake when I'm asleep. But isn't the whole point that he's having trouble falling asleep? Wouldn't he rather be asleep when he's awake? Maybe he's legitimately sleep deprived to the point where he's (laughs) just sort of spouting all this. Again, this was a huge, huge hit. I think your point about not knowing the English language Really does go a long way for you here, right? Because this is like U.S. number one as well. Yeah, it was, this is, and it would probably probably the the 
you know, the global market followed that, Mm -hmm. I would imagine. It caters to maybe an audience that would find meaning in that. I I definitely think this is like a a middle school to, I think once you graduate high school, you're too old for this song. (laughs) It's a kids. It's for kids, you know? Yeah. How old was... um, how old was he when this song, when he wrote oh, this boy. song? Let's because that seems that seems like it would explain a lot, or it would add to the. He looks young, but he looks young, and his name is Adam Young. There you go. Yeah. So he is young. He was born in '86, so oh, he was like 23 or something. Okay, like 22 or whatever. So he's young. He was in his parents' basement. He's a young 23 twink. years old. He's a young 20. Some people, <laughs> some people are late bloomers. Some people. You know, but now he's a he's a pop star, so he'll never have to, yeah, he'll never have to grow up. Well, th- this uh, this next verse actually becomes a a lot easier to understand, and at the same time, uh, exponentially more difficult to understand. This is are you ready for this? This was the this is the the I feel like there were so many like memes and tweets about this specific oh, verse. Right? Oh, we'll get to it. Yeah. Okay. Th- here so we go. so this verse goes because I'd get a thousand hugs from ten thousand lightning bugs. As they tried to teach me how to dance, a foxtrot above my head, oh, at which no. point he pushes the word foxtrot on the keyboard in the music keyboard, video, which you have key- to love. The video, honestly, I love it. It's so on the nose. I yeah, respect yeah. that. Every, <laughs> it's the most literal. Yeah. yeah. Okay. A foxtrot above my head, a sock hop beneath my bed. The disco ball is just hanging by a thread. All right. So let's let's go to the top this of this. Sweet. Person. Okay. 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 I'd get a thousand hugs from ten thousand lightning bugs. Now, if that leaves you with a lot of questions, you're not alone. Okay. But <laughs> in 2017, we got some clarity on this. Uh, Twitter user Price underscore D on May 31st, 2017, yeah. tweeted at Owl City. Does each firefly hug you a thousand times? Or do only one tenth of the bugs <laughs> give you a hug? <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah, the math. Like, how many? If it's a, what was the conclusion here? Well, to Adam Young's credit, he responded. He he wrote, uh, and this is going to be. Uh, there's a bit. There's a thesis here. So, oh boy, it's quite a. It's a dissertation. All right. Are so you ready? that. Just before we get into that, yeah. that that indicates that he really thought about he, the meaning oh, of these lyrics. He gave this a lot of consideration. Yeah. All right, here yeah. we go. Okay. I was the recipient of 1,000 hugs from 10,000 lightning bugs for a grand total of 10 million hugs. As the lyrics of the song clearly state, the average layperson would not believe their eyes if 10 million fireflies were to illuminate planet Earth, nor would the average person conclude by natural instinct that 10,000 lightning bugs acting as a collective group are capable of embracing a human being 1,000 times without difficulty. By the same token, a gathering of lightning oh bugs in such vast numbers form a sort of, quote, swarm. And a swarm can collective, collectively surround a human and deliver a, quote, hug that a single firefly, acting according to the dictates of his own conscience, simply cannot. Consequently, I was embraced a thousand times by 10,000 luminescent insects. This may seem inconceivable due to the firefly's <laughs> soft-shelled body, which is common among all winged beetles within the lamp- day insect family. Of course he researched fireflies for this song. <laughs> this song is the result of a lot of research. Research and development. Research oh. and development. Members of the scientific community may be tempted to cast doubt upon the possibility of this exchange due, th- due to the immobility of the prothorax and the 
the pterothorax. The pterothorax. Okay. In addition to the elytra protruding outward while a firefly is engaged in mid-flight. I want to hear this set to melody. I want to <laughs> yeah. hear this. This should have been the fucking song. <laughs> However, and I... It keeps going? <laughs> there's like three more sentences. Right. However, I can testify to the accuracy of this exchange. I can furthermore... So, this really happened, apparently. I can furthermore add that while each individual hug took place... Each firefly participated in the chemical reaction commonly known as bioluminescence in which the enzymes within the firefly in the presence of oxygen, magnesium ions, and ATP emitted a chemically produced light or, quote, glow because they were happy to be hugging me. Please don't hesitate to reach out with any further questions. Stream Fireflies on Apple Music and Spotify. (laughs) Gotta close it with a plug, folks. I respect all of that. And then a guy in a letterman jacket came just ran into the <laughs> room and gave him a wedgie uh, <laughs> oh. um, my 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 question my question about that was that all in the form of tweets was that a tweet storm uh i or did th- he respond did that, on his facebook page he responded okay. on his facebook page okay yeah. see i was i was like if that's like 15 tweets that is so that is so intense well you know i I actually am more confused, maybe about like, the song. Yeah. I didn't understand any of that, honestly. I I, t- I oh, tuned it's rich, out, dude. It's I tuned rich. out. Oh, it's great. All right, this so. is just like he's. I'm I'm getting such an, an impression of who of who he is through this, and it's like someone that I think I would harbor no nothing but warm feelings towards, <laughs> but would never invite to anything. <laughs> you know? Yeah. He's just like yeah, that. Not that, a bad guy, but not no, a guy you want to no, hang no, out. No, no, no great guy even yeah. but just like but this know. is like a party ruiner yeah for like sure this thing, um, like, oh, dude, actually I really, I really like your song um but like that one line wait can you just explain that what was the inspiration behind that one line and then he just launches into like this fucking essay which i i wonder <laughs> if he's like i i know he's he's just he's being funny like he's joking maybe but i want i think i hope so <laughs> i but i i wonder if i wonder if this was really stuff he thought about before yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what percentage of him is joking here, what percentage is serious. Launches back into our word salad chorus. I'd like to make myself believe that planet Earth turns slowly. It's hard to say I'd rather stay awake when I'm asleep because everything is never as it seems when I fall asleep. Right. Oh, okay. Um, I noticed something in the choruses. This is more of a musical note, but it, it grows uh-huh. in a way that's like... That second chorus is like washy, right? There's like yeah. a pad behind it. When the first one's kind of tight, like boop, 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 boop. And then the second one is like louder. But it it's so anticlimactic in a way because it this this doesn't feel like a chorus at all. It doesn't, you know, the word fireflies isn't in it. Mm-hmm. It, it really doesn't feel like the chorus. It feels like a pre-chorus. Like it, it leaves you waiting everything is never as it seems yeah and then it could go like this it wants to go another level right, right. Or like yeah, yeah, yeah state the name of the song or something some kind of real yeah. hook <laughs> yeah like where are we going from here yeah yeah well okay we do go into the bridge that's where we go all right um that's le- always the bridge is always good uh it says leave my door open just a crack please take me away from here because i feel like such an insomniac please take me away from here why do I tire of counting sheep? Please take me away from here when I'm far too tired to fall asleep. And then in parentheses, it says, ha ha. 
It's, it does it? <laughs> At least I didn't lyrics. hear that. I have never heard that either. Do you think but... that's the person who's transcribing these lyrics just laughing like, oh, like this is ridiculous? Uh, verse 3 uh, continues with this firefly thing. To 10 million fireflies, I'm weird because I hate goodbyes. <laughs> that's not weird. Everyone, hate, A lot of people hate goodbyes. <laughs> I got misty eyes as they said... As they said farewell. I love I love how the fireflies keep coming in and out like <laughs> like a character. Like they're they're what I don't get the association here between the the like is he hallucinating? It feels like he's like sleep deprived and he's starting to hallucinate from the he's like he's like I had this this vision of these what was it, Lamphrodi? Yeah. Insects yeah. coming in and giving me collective Hugs. I, I like that line. I'm weird because I hate about it. All, it feels almost separate from like the rest of the site. It just I, feels like a like an honest statement that it, like slipped in. Yeah, und- it's, non, it's another non sequitur in here. <laughs> it's also like I feel like it was 10 million fireflies. Goodbyes. Yeah, and he was like, and like I got to figure out what fits in there. <laughs> but I'll know where several are if my dreams get real bizarre because I saved a few and keep them in a jar. <laughs> char i know where several are i know where they are because i captured them yes and i keep them in a jar yeah and then he launches back into this chorus again uh a super chorus as uh my friend morgan used to call it this this like four choruses in a row here yep yeah and the song ends on well he does the drop chorus right he does the yeah he does the the, the like soft it one. goes to the like lo-fi microphone yeah. Yeah, yeah. whispering Gets all breathy and iron and wine for a second to get you hyped for that. Yeah, and then the it, return, and then there's the drop. Voice. All right, so I guess that's I guess that's all of the lyrics. I I'm more confused than I was before. That's all of the lyrics. That should have been all of the song, right? I mean, this song should have died, whatever, a year after it came out. Yeah, you think? Like, yeah, I think so. Song comes out, does its thing on the charts. This should be like we never hear from this guy again. Right. Um, he had a couple of other songs that, like, he, you know. There's one that I want to say that I love. Oh, really? With, uh, and you're, you might have been about to bring it up, but Carly Rae Jepsen, Good Time. Yeah. That's that, a great song. That song was his next song that charted uh, three years later, Duet with Carly Rae Jepsen. That's correct. Charted at number eight. And But other than that, he really hasn't done much in, like, the nearly 10 years that passed. However, in 2017, Owl City kind of came back into... The conversation, specifically the song Fireflies on the internet, where Fireflies sort of became a meme. And basically the meme is like the is like a video where something happens and there's like an option. There's a, a moment for a set like a, maybe a, a character replies in the video clip or. Right. Uh, it's and th- the sort of main melody is played at a at a volume that is so obnoxious, like just totally really? overdriven. Yeah. So I haven't heard of this at all. I'm going to show you, I'm going to yeah. show you a couple of these jokes. Let's, let's check it out. Yeah. Again, this we'll one, link you in one, the description. This one's solid. This is Bart Simpson with some megaphones. Jesus. That's kind of a that's kind of a become sort of a, a 
that format of meme where something is just played ridiculously loud and distorted. I love yeah, it. I love like it. the Peppa Pig ones. Have you seen those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so good. Yeah, that would mix well. Oh, that's with, great. With this. Here's one more for you, Joe. It's uh, it is uh, Mr. Krabs and SpongeBob taking orders at um, the Krusty Krab. Can I just hit the title of this YouTube YouTube video? Is <laughs> very loud fireflies meme. <laughs> I love also like the not only does the song get like loud to a degree that it's unlistenable, but the video distorts like yeah, the, the yeah. artifact and like all of the saturation like, you know, goes up to this. It's really smart. It's great. It's great. Yeah, uh, I'm ready to order. What do you have? I'll take a. What did you say? I said I'll take a. Huh? I heard his order, Mr. Krabs. He said he was. What do you think is the reason that this works? I don't want to get too like comedy uh, doctorate here, but like right, because I think I. Do you have any it's any hilarious. thoughts on this? I I think it's like the the irony of like this song is so cute and goofy, and the idea of playing it crazy loud is funny. I, yeah, and, I and think... it's also there's the absurdist thing of like it. It's just such a ridiculous juxtaposition of yeah. ideas and it, and the other thing with the meme is like half of the memes these days the absurdist sort of surreal memes it's it's the fact that it's been repeated so much is the only thing that makes it funny it's like oh this again yeah it's yeah, like yeah. where it gets it gets repeated to uh, uh, a level where you can't even recognize the original thing anymore it's barely a joke i think yeah. i do think though that the reason this song works in this context is because when you, as soon as you make it that loud the the, the like stupid melody becomes that much more apparent like something about yeah. how dumb <laughs> it just becomes so stupid at that volume yeah yeah it's like well there's also like the, you're imagining someone like just like bumping it yeah, like, like not, oh oh yeah. fireflies they just turn it up until their speakers because i clipping. really don't think just any song would work like that but there's something about those stupid bloop <laughs> bleeps yeah it's when it's that loud it just, <laughs> it's just it it becomes like ridiculous at that at that level i don't know right yeah i, I love it good, um, good meme good meme yeah solid so so it came back you know i mean that wasn't the biggest uh wasn't the biggest meme of 2017 by any stretch but but it i didn't came, catch that it, one it came back it had its moment in the sun and, and you know um so may it never die may it never and die. you know his streams probably went up you know yeah uh there's one more version i want to play this is uh from youtube user kyle burby um, okay who it appears who recorded this in 2009 so this was around the time this is fall 2009 which is when this song was at its peak um pretty prescient yeah you know sort of getting straight into meme meme world with he this. recorded fireflies owl city on trumpet oh and boy okay is, here we go yeah, here we go <laughs> this charmed me quite the way it did but it, it did i love it this is almost even more heartwarming than than the song it's in like ironic i was expecting something like in some intentional ironic humor but no this is, it's, this is so genuine i mean like i also love like he's got his hood this up. kid is sitting yeah he's like, he's like clearly a like a kid in the in the throes of puberty yeah, uh, yeah sitting in a I don't know if it's his closet at home or a band closet where he can you know play he his trumpet, trumpet real yeah. loud 
but he's got like an instrumental version of the song and he's just he's blowing his horn yeah he's playing it's like a herb alpert rendition yeah uh and this is pretty, the type of kid pretty well played yeah yeah i can relate to this kid you probably can relate to this kid yeah i know i, played, I, know I played this tr- kid i played trumpet and band in high school yeah I, I wasn't really this kid but i knew this kid. yeah i definitely sure. know this yeah, guy quiet I know trumpet. a bunch of these kids yeah yeah yeah, yeah. cool i so, like this better yeah. than the original yeah, by leaps and bounds do. it's good it's very it really sweet is. yeah and i feel like it's actually in the spirit of like that innocence that we were talking about and that whimsy so totally. check it out if you get a chance. Uh, Fireflies Owl City on Trumpet by Kyle Burby. 2009. We're, we're 10 years later. Yeah. I wonder what he's doing now. He's probably like playing lead trumpet for, for some huge band touring and for, around. For all of our listeners that are trumpet players out there, Kyle has been uh, generous enough to transcribe the entire song oh. <laughs> in and the it, description. Uh, but it's not sheet music. It's literally just <laughs> notes. And uh, I guess this song is in... Uh, yeah, he's like notes for this song are it's C G G F G F C line break C D D C D F G. I guess I, any of our musician friends can can yeah, really play this. It, I would yeah. say this song I guess is in concert B flat. Send us your covers. Very, this is incredibly easy to play on trumpet. <laughs> yeah, a lot of open uh C aren't C and G just open Yeah, C and G are open. You just play it, it's easy octave. It's and all F in is, one octave. F is one finger, I think. <laughs> You sound like a Mississippi Sea Frog. <laughs> While we got YouTube open, maybe we should uh, dive into some YouTube comments. Yeah, I'm going to let you take that one, John. All right, let's check it out. Okay, so we're we're going to link this in the description. This is the same video that we were watching earlier. It's, it's on Owl City Vivo. So we're going to dig into this comment section. I'm expecting some, some very enlightening stuff. All right, we got one from two days ago. Wow. From uh, YouTube user Voltage Asterisk, whose uh, profile photo is Bob Ross. Uh, <laughs> I feel like this song exists in the same world as Bob Ross's. Yeah, the paintings. Work. Yeah, I can you know, see that. it's soft. It's yeah. It's, uh, it's just doing his art. Yeah. Okay. Here's the comment. Takes me back to when life was all about freedom, having fun, having no responsibilities, making friends. And just having a tranquil life. But unfortunately, all good things must come to an end. <laughs> However, this song will be good for eternity. Ah, oh, oh, this song brought tears to my <laughs> eyes. All the positive moments of my life coming back to my memory to view them once again. Wait, there was more? That was the whole... That was the whole oh my God. thing. Um, <laughs> uh, 343 likes of that comment. Uh, I love it. Wow, 343 people agreed with that. Yeah, That's, for sure. Really, oh yeah, identify. Here's a here's a couple of responses to this that I I love. You know what? I think this song is is creating such a positive world. Uh, <laughs> Twenty three hours ago, YouTube user Researcher replied to this comment. I had to log on to my YouTube account to give you a like. <laughs> Linia Larson, twenty hours ago, says your comment legit makes me super sad. Tyler Schneiderman, 17 hours ago, says, life is an amazing thing. Like, 8 million periods. Just kidding. Fuck everyone. All of you. (laughs) 8 million periods. Love life. Tyler, what are you smoking? (laughs) Um, (laughs) CCN Anonymous just replying to the same comment. I know, right? Imagine listening to this song whilst in space. (laughs) Whilst. (laughs) Whilst. Real space hours, whomst up. Uh, the club one day ago replies to this. Sounds like you're 80 year old, sick and dying, man. Come on, wake up and go have fun. What? <laughs> I we're only looking at one comment right now. This and is all so, in the past 
two days. Yeah. This song came out in 2009. <laughs> this song is so huge still. The thread is like still going. It's it's, it's still happening. Wow. Um, How many views does this have? Oh, God. Uh, 298,979,155. Wow. Well, relatively Not that kind of modest in the grand scheme of of like hits. I mean, I mean it's lot. huge. It's massive. Um Yeah, but I guess like a Justin Bieber song will get 300 million views in a week. Right. right. Like, it's different though because this was yeah. this was early in the YouTube boom. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now we're in the ubiquity of YouTube being like the main source of music for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it has 2.2 million likes, 67,000 dislikes. Um we got a lot of anyone here in 2019. Uh-huh. You know, standard. Uh, and yes, apparently, because a lot of people have been posting in the last two days. Uh, YouTube user Jay Stain one week ago. Hell yeah. Responds. What's with all the dislikes? I'm legit perplexed. I'm 26 and only now hearing this again for the first time since I was a stoned junior in high school. Still makes me <laughs> smile. Is this stoner music? <laughs> I, I would, it would really. probably make a lot more sense. I feel like I would need to get high to like actually like derive some meaning from those lyrics. I yeah. think I would understand <laughs> it if I was high. I'm like, yeah, like the fireflies represent it all makes sense now. Um, <laughs> this is kind of cool, too. I didn't think about it when I, was, when I was like picking this comment, but I'm also 26 and heard it when I was a stoned junior in high yeah. school. Yeah, that's. It's funny. I, I got to hit up Jay Stan and be like, yo, where'd you go to school, dude? What's up, brother? What's up? Hey. <laughs> yo, I love, see, I love seeing you find these comments and then just lose it. Yeah, I just found it. I've been laughing. It's probably, I probably edited it out, but I've been laughing for like, like 30 seconds straight. Uh, Aiden Chen one year ago says, I had to perform this song in grade three in front of my whole school while waving a glow stick. that's so cute uh that comment has sixteen thousand likes 491 replies how wholesome is that (laughs) like everyone's rallying around like that's so great a lot of oh my god i did the same thing this was like a thing in elementary school some people oh wow (laughs) okay here's someone making a joke but it's a good joke uh, ravioli, ravioli, give me a reason to live is the YouTube user five months ago. <laughs> His comment is, you would not believe your pants if 10 million fire ants. <laughs> Good joke. Dude. That's funny. <laughs> Mai Contreras says a year ago, 2009, his manager spelled M-A-N-E-G-E-R. Nope. No, he won't, won't be that famous. Let's just let him have fun. Couple line breaks. 2017, Fireflies memes. <laughs> A few more line breaks. All caps bold, England is my owl. Owl is my city. <laughs> Smiley face. What? Wow. I'm guessing that the lyrics make a lot of sense to this yeah, person. Yeah, there's a stone junior in high school that's really getting it, I think. <laughs> YouTube user Cy Dizon. Five days ago says, 2030, anyone? The planet Earth turns slowly. <laughs> nice. Okay. I haven't read this yet, but um, this is a long comment. I'm going to dive right into it. It's YouTube user The Reaper with a three in place of the E. Yes, Sick, he, bro. Sick. Yesterday wrote, warning, this is long and has a few cuss words. Clear the kid. Hold on. Hold on. Buckle clear, in. Clear your kids out of the room. Yeah, yeah. I heard this song first when I was eight, 
And ever since then, I've always put this song with the happiness of childhood and being happy. When I was eight, I was the happiest in my entire life. And now I realize that I was so damn happy back then. There's the curse. Mm. I used to be a happy kid who wanted to go to the moon and didn't even have a thought about love in my mind. Now I'm a sad, depressed guy with no friends who don't know if he likes guys or girls and has anxiety. I went from being on top of the fucking world to being the very bottom and I fucking miss childhood and being happy. It's okay to be a bottom. the pain of life, <laughs> it is. Hit me like a fucking freight train. I just want my happiness back. And I don't mean the fleeting happiness that comes for a little when your favorite band releases a new song or when you go to the amusement park with that happiness that hits deep into your soul and stays in your mind for life. I don't know if anyone I know is reading this. (laughs) Probably not. It's a YouTube comment. Yeah, I know. But if you are, I miss you. I miss all my friends. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and I'm sorry to those I wronged. I miss my dog who passed away a month ago who was in my life since I was two. I miss my grandma who passed away when I was 10. I want my life back to how it was when I was a kid. And the worst this I saw on TV was that SpongeBob wasn't on. I miss the times when all I had to worry about is if my friends are going to be in my class. I miss my old house. It's kind of weird seeing a 16-year-old guy write an essay on why they cry whenever they hear a song, but I just feel like I need to get all this out here. Goodbye. Wow. Yo, this song, this song is so, like, innocent and heartwarming, and this is such, like, a depression trigger for the Reaper. Oh, my God. For the Reaper. The Reaper. Yeah. That's pretty grim. Oh, that is very grim. Uh, (laughs) Oh, my God. That's intense. And, like... I feel like that that maybe speaks to the the sort of uh, Midwest emo. There's a little bit of that in this. There's a little pop punk. <laughs> oh, oh, just angst. A, t- a tiny bit. <laughs> Enough though that the Reaper can go off and yeah. And wow, that was heavy. That was actually. heavy. I wish I vetted that one first. <laughs> no, I think that needs to stay in. All that's right, in, that's intense. I think that I think that that comment maybe gets to why this song, why I don't like this song. Maybe okay. I think this song is like a Rorschach test for where you're at in your life now because the the same thing that this dude's reacting to the like that whimsy and like childlike innocence of that it you miss yeah yeah like i guess he's nostalgic for it because his life for whatever reason is in a place where yeah a lot of bad stuff yeah <laughs> depression <laughs> sounds, clearly it's not good yeah i don't know like i hear that song and like i hear that sound and i'm like that like i can't relate to that i can't relate to that the joy Maybe the joy, but I'm not unhappy. No, 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 no. It's no. just like I, the this, yeah. This like all there is is like the innocence of yeah, and the innocence and whimsy. joy of yeah. And it's like oh, and then you look at the video. The aesthetic there is so it's so yeah, like it's this, oh, there's like, all these toys and of, the lights are all like it, it's like it is that like hanging out in your room at two a.m. Yeah, kind of vibe of like in as a kid in yeah. your childhood bedroom. Yeah. You know, which is such a specific kind of cozy thing almost. It's like, oh, I'm insomniac and this thing. Ooh, I get so silly when I'm tired. But some people. Think about fireflies. Right. But and know. some people are nostalgic for that type of purity and some I mean, people I are not. And I, I would say I am to a certain degree. Like, yeah. you, you miss being a kid. Like, sure. you miss the sort of. It took me a long time. Um, 
earlier we were talking about uh, I recently rewatched Lord of the Rings and I'm really into sort of like fantasy and stuff like that. And I realized it's kind of like one thing is the escapism, but the other thing is like it's the suspension of disbelief and mm. getting into a whimsical story. Sort of like this Firefly story of like, oh, you wouldn't believe your eyes. This uh, whimsical thing happened. And yeah. like and and the idea of getting caught up in that story. Yeah. Unrelatable to me now. To, to go back to like why I've been enjoying like fantasy and escapist stuff is it's like I'm learning to sort of get that joy of of being suspending your disbelief and mm. and that childhood thing and a lot of people I think there was a point where I, I feel like I lost that a little bit and it did make me feel like I was missing out on something and I think if you're in a dark place by like the reap the reaper the reaper you, you it's like and you're young, like, I mean, the Reaper said he was 16, yeah. like, and you're young and you're having trouble processing. It's like, yeah, I, re- and it's, you're not too far removed from it. No. It's like, I remember like five years ago, yeah, I could like watch a cartoon and get all wrapped up in it and, and, or, or whatever, you yeah. know, I remember this song and be like, wow, you know, yeah. that works for some people. I, when I heard this song, I was like, wow. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't much older than sixteen when it came out. It wasn't for me, but but I don't know. Yeah, I, I yeah maybe I'm maybe I'm jaded and cynical. I don't know, but it's all right. It's, I it's, mean, it's, you know, I can't that type of like just unfiltered pure joy <laughs> drops yeah. me up a wall. I don't. I don't. I. <laughs> I don't want to make it sound like I want to be able to get into this. No. 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 There's. No, but I understand what you mean. I understand what you mean. And I can see this song being an, an access point for that type of feeling for some people. Yeah. Uh, YouTube user Yasuo Rolando, uh, seven months ago, all caps, says, I miss this genre of music. So pure, innocent, full of dream. Kissy face. <laughs> dream. Yeah. Uh, Jacob Hur two days ago, says, I like to make myself believe that planet Earth spins slowly misquoting the lyrics i Uh love that it's hard to say i'd rather stay awake when i'm asleep because everything is never as it seems and then the commentary just close your eyes take deep breaths and listen and your problems will fade away Mm. right i wish yeah you know (laughs) i wish he could talk to the reaper right yeah hey hit up youtube connect yeah and there were a couple other things here it's like this reminds me of my boyfriend who who left me like there's a lot of things where it's like yeah they associate it with these sort of painful things because like this was a thing we had together happiness before. I don't know. Uh, Maybe I'm missing the bittersweet part of this song. I don't hear the bitter. I just hear the sweet and I, I need a little bitter with my sweet. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It is. The cloying was the term you used. Yeah. It it is. It is sort of empty. It's vapid in this sort of like stream of consciousness journal. Mm hmm. Uh, you know, high, actually like middle school diary sort of thing. Yeah, I think a good example of like a record that was sweet that came out this past year that I think both of us like is the Casey Musgraves one. Absolutely. But I think it's bittersweet. There's something all those songs are sweet, but like they all feel sad to me, even if she's saying something. Yeah. Very, golden hour. Yeah. Golden album. hour. Yeah. Casey Listen Musgraves. to that. Please do. Yeah. It's um, really good. But and and part of the reason is that somehow even the even the joyful, happy songs have this tinge of. Right. And it's it's also grown like it's grown up. It's not whimsical. It's it's rooted in reality. And and there is a world wariness, but also just sort of an enjoyment of life in it. Mm -hmm. And this is just nonsense. Fireflies is just nonsense. (laughs) It's it's completely like 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 what's going on here? Yeah. Steve, um, 
I think we're going to start wrapping things up. What are your final thoughts on this song? What do you think could have could have made this a song you enjoy? Uh, I think that uh, what I said earlier about bittersweet bittersweetness is is what is missing from this. Just the hmm. um, the like I said, like this this cloying optimism that I just <laughs> can't deal with. And of course, uh, these just nonsensical lyrics that. Um, <laughs> that uh that are incomprehensible there's really not much you can say about them right yeah there's because i feel like a lot of the times we'll we'll look at lyrics and you can derive you can sort of see the intention behind them you can sort of go oh i see what this is and sometimes that makes it even worse you're like oh my god this is way more problematic or way less intelligible than i even seemed at first yeah uh in this case the problem is that there's nothing. It's like, yeah, you what can't you fix that. Yeah. It's so, annoying in the sense it's annoying in the same way as like crazy frog. It's just <laughs> I don't understand. This. Yeah. So I think it went wrong in that like there wasn't like a second pass. There was the one pass and then it was like, OK, if it's there's no narrative here, there's just there's just word salad. So that that for me is is where this went wrong. But I will say you've helped me see the light a little bit and try and understand um, understand uh, what it is that is appealing about about this song um, for, for some, especially our YouTube users that we, that we highlighted for some people, you know? Right. Yeah. Or it's an extremely traumatic thing to listen yeah, to well, for yeah, whatever reason. <laughs> the Reaper, I hope you're all right out there. It, it evokes emotions for a lot of people. It does. Which, it, which it doesn't for me. No. Other than just sort of mild annoyance. Yeah. Not even like, I, I want to be like fully annoyed by something. You know what I mean? I that that for me is a big problem with this song is like, I can't, hate it even i can just be like oh this is stupid or like turn it turn it down turn it down um what i appreciate about this listening to it i haven't listened to it i didn't know you're bringing this today i haven't listened to it in ages listening to it now i'm less offended by it a lot of the things is like the way music has developed it's a little bit of a breath of fresh air for a, a genuine wholesome statement that doesn't have any i think it's nonsensical aspect makes it so that there's nothing objectionable in it other than how weird and stupid it is mm-hmm. i i'm weird because i hate goodbyes <laughs> um but like i respect that it's like it's barely even can't like it's candy but it's not like it's like smarties you know or like a <laughs> yeah you get stick. it and you're it's like, like candy i, I guess like, i'll have this you know, it's like i'm just eating sugar basically yeah. like and it, it's just sort of like bland and knowing now that he's like a, a, a like a sort of midwestern wholesome religious lived with his parents at 23 which is fine it's just kind of like i get this image of this person who's kind of sheltered or yeah. or whatever and and li- you know he's making this music and his parents are upstairs you know which is nice you know like it it, it seems like a, a nice little i i i don't know <laughs> but it's just like you know when I, I when i was 23 i was out in the world you know <laughs> blacking out drunk and just being <laughs> terrible and not making number one hits no. and and not being this sort of bubbly weirdo that he is and like you know it's it's kind of like i also respect his technical facility like this is a self-produced mostly song you know i don't know who mixed it or who mastered it or you know and clearly he has a very elaborate team of people working with him to make this a big hit which again is not a problem people do that yeah uh it yeah i guess i guess my big thing is to make it better i mean i would i would just like i want to hear him you know read a few more books and write a better song like and you know just sort of get a little more experience out in the world and have something to say that isn't just sort of this 
vapid story about I can't sleep. Let me think about yeah. some. But you also stuff. seem to like the pop punk uh yes. version that we saw. That was yeah, the live version. That's right. I was yeah. like when we watched that video, I was like, this makes me like this song. Because it's like there's it has some edge. There's edge to it. This sort of reminds me of what we were talking about with Paul McCartney um in Wonderful Christmas time. The the danger of the bedroom producer everything being sort of turned down mm-hmm. with this version live. There's a whole band. There's like distorted guitars. There's like a lot of like, it's an elaborate arrangement, which is reminiscent of some contemporary worship music. Yeah. Like gospel music where there's, there's a lot of like drum fills and, and odd meters and the cool big stuff dynamics, like that. I big think dynamics. Is yeah. And then the keyboard comes in, it's all performed pretty live. You know, there's probably tracks, but it's like, it's a big production and he comes out and he's singing it and he's really owning the front person role, which I wasn't expecting, mm-hmm. especially as like we said, yeah, the persona that's painted of him back when he made the song is like, I'm in my bedroom I'm yeah. with all my toys and my, yeah. my organ and I'm just here. Just I'm not even going to look at the camera. I'm just like really feeling quiet, the words. I'm, I'm quiet. I'm shy. And then he's out there like acting out the words being really theatrical. Again, I'm thinking like theater kid music a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't think you can make it better. And I don't think it's a, like a villainous, maliciously bad song. You know, it, that's that's what I hate the most about it. It leaves me flat and like, <laughs> wow, that's dumb. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. it doesn't I can't I can't make him into like evil for making the song. Yeah. You know? Be bad, be terrible or be great. But exactly. don't but don't be mediocre. All right. I think that's about all we got to say about Fireflies about Owl City and you know we we hope you enjoyed being here with us despite the music we just subjected you to um we got a few housekeeping things to cover here we're gonna start releasing the show every Monday keep an ear out for that on iTunes we're on all the podcast apps now if you've got the time please subscribe rate review you know would help us out we'd we'd really appreciate it and um yeah we're on we're on Facebook we're on the gram we're uh, at That's Instagram it, for you, for your old folks out yeah. there. Yeah. No Snapchat though, but um, uh, it's at turn it down podcast at turn it down podcast. You can find us. Um, and our email is, is up and running too. It's turn it down podcast at gmail.com. So send us any suggestions for songs you want to hear us uh, rip apart, or maybe you want to challenge us with one that you think we might like. I don't know. Any comments, corrections, stuff we missed, whatever you want. Um, we just appreciate, you know, hearing from hearing from uh, our fans. So. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know, uh, for real though, like you know, thank you for listening. Yeah, it's 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 been a lot of fun so far, and we're looking forward to uh, keeping this train rolling. So yeah, yeah. thanks a lot. Uh, right. Thank you, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. You sound incredible!